Have you seen it? Yes, and ayun nga, yun ko kwento kasi sabi ko sobrang naiyak ako na sa huli. I, I, I imagine. Sabi ko, nee, sabi ko, oh no, ito na. Tapos sobrang relate ako, lalo na yung tumatakas. Sabi ko, that's me. <laughs> oh no. Ako, sobrang ako yan. <laughs> Pero naiyak eh, ugly cry oh, no. Tsaka yung two, oh my gosh, talagang na-feel ko yung pagka-2002 niya. Sabi ko, oh my gosh, iniisip ko, siguro sobrang confused na mga bata na pinapanood. Yung parang ano ba itong bakit yung Nokia? Tapos syempre yung <laughs> sabi ko, no, na-feel. As in, feeling ko pumuti yung book ko watching it. Kasi parang, oh no. You felt the age, gano'n. Kasi, oo. Kasi nung pinapakita ko yung clip sa sister ko, tapos parang siya, mm. ano yan? Tapos parang ko, that was my phone before. <laughs> 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 Sabi. <laughs> ano yan? Oh no. <laughs> Oo. Pero syempre English kasi may English Erin. Ano, laking... Mm. Kasi nag-wiggles yun siya eh. Pero malaki. Parang too old na siya for the demographic. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of mine. My God, that song. Welcome to this episode of the Flip Geeks Podcast. And we will be talking about Sonic 2, the movie. So we actually just saw it recently. We were at the premiere just yesterday. So all of our thoughts and feelings are still fresh. And while they are, we're here recording today this special episode. And warning, there will be spoilers in this episode, in this discussion. So this is your first spoilery warning. And for this uh, episode, I am joined by the lovely, the incredible, and the super talented Karen May Devara. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me, Ika. Thank you, Flip Geeks. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I feel like I'm in this universe and I feel <laughs> like my confidence is like next level. Thank you so much, Ika, for that. And if you guys need coverage, you should go to Sparrow Studios Philippines and Ika's gonna be there. Ika's the best momager as well. So I'm gonna boost her confidence as well. <laughs> mutual admiration kind of deal. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk about Sonic with you because we just watched it literally yesterday. Yesterday. So yesterday was the Philippine Gala premiere. And in case you were wondering uh, why Karen was promoting our side project, Spire Studios, is because uh, we did the photo and video coverage of the event and Karen was actually the host of the event. So she's the ultimate hype girl. If you guys need a host for like uh, whether it's an in-person event a virtual event and Karen May is your girl. So make sure to send her a message if you're looking for a host. So let's talk about yesterday's premiere. What was it like seeing Sonic 2 in the cinema? That was actually my second time watching. Uh, my first one was Batman. This is the second one. But this is the first time that it's like a really epic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when As soon as I got there, I saw that huge ring. Then it's a Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and you have that awesome blue carpet welcoming you in, right? Ushering Mm -hmm. you in and the blue backlight just, you know, ties everything together. It was Mm -hmm. like a sea of blue and surprisingly a sea of red because I think some people are rooting for Knuckles or maybe they're from (laughs) McDo who is the 
the global <laughs> promotional partner for Oh yeah yeah. Uh, since you mentioned it, yeah, so McDonald's is coming out with a, a Happy Meal set yep. of toys for Sonic. Yeah, so uh, in case you guys are collectors, you might want to check that out. That comes out when? March 30. All outlet. You can <laughs> yeah. order it. You can go there. Yeah, so if you are the collector type, such as myself and Ika, then you should head on over. <laughs> to McDonald's, yeah. That's right. I was like, head on over where? To my house. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm gonna co- collect it anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yesterday, uh, it was the thing that you mentioned, like the previous screenings, because although I've been to the cinema for number of times uh, since they uh, opened again, they were all like press screenings. So I was with media people, so uh, it's more res- of a private. Yeah. yeah, respectable adults. <laughs> For Sonic 2, we there were kids, right? So right. It's, uh, I think so it's the were... biggest one we've attended yeah. so far. Uh, so post, far. you know, everything that's happened since pandemic. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it was nice because uh, you know to have the kids there because you know the Sonic 2 is well although it's not just uh, a movie for for the kids because you know it's everyone can enjoy it That's but it right. was- it's for kids <laughs> and kids at heart such as myself once again I really felt like a big kid in a playground with those kids <laughs> and it's so nice to have that kind of energy you know it's like this un- untamed excitement you know what I mean like you know when you're a kid and you just have it's like no holds barred and you're just very honest and very expressive about how you feel when you're very excited about something and it's as an adult i guess it's nice or a feeling adult it's nice to have that kind of energy to inspire you yeah kind of up your ante and that helped me also with hosting because i've been hosting virtually and this is the first time i've hosted physically and it is so nice to just vibe with everyone and to hear the immediate reply Mm -hmm. of people rooting for like the movie rooting for Mm -hmm. you rooting for each other (laughs) applauding each other it was such a lovely atmosphere Atmosphere. It really made you so much more excited to be there with everyone. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, because, yeah, because, uh, you know, we've been doing virtual events for the past two years. And, you know, you just really can't replicate that genuine energy when, you know, it's, it's a live event, right? <laughs> That's true. It's like a, it's really an exchange of energy. And mm, yeah. uh, as much as I appreciate the convenience of virtual <laughs> meetings and virtual events, it hits differently. As yeah. the kids would say, when you, <laughs> when you hear them just shouting in like different levels of volume or like someone just running around, someone mm-hmm. like it's such a dynamic uh, scene. Mm-hmm. It really pumps you up to just yeah. help them and, entertain them and like hype them up for what's to come which is of course the sequel and <laughs> yeah I, I really love the setup thank you paramount pictures yes means uyp movies right for setting it up mm-hmm, yeah. cinema sm north edsa, edsa yeah cinema north edsa yeah they, they <laughs> had like such a great setup people roaming around and we had that dedicated mm-hmm. area where you and team sparrow studios were able to document and like, mm-hmm. get to know the kids and see them posing i like how game kids are for posing yeah mm-hmm. 
What do you think? <laughs> like, how was your experience documenting the event? It's really different because you know we've been talking about how you know the the how big a scale this premiere was, and you know there were kids, and you know aside from my kid, I haven't seen other kids in a long time. So I haven't like, seen humans in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice to see them, and you know they're so cute and so empathetic. So yeah, in case the audience is not aware, Karen is actually a big, big, big Sonic fan. So uh, it was perfect that she was the host for this event. So um, I'd like to pick at your brain since you grew up watching the... Oh, not watching. You grew up playing the game. So what did you think about the movie? I mean, let, let's go right in. Uh, what were your thoughts, you know, from a fan's perspective? Well, actually, you're not wrong. I did watch the series. So there was an animated oh, show. Oh, okay. okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Remember the, the I'm waiting... Because <laughs> mm, you know what? He's voiced by Urkel. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, I remember after... that, but I didn't really watch it. So, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to um, kind of share that context. So, yeah. I grew up watching it. There were two kinds. There was comedic Sonic the Hedgehog. There was the more serious one, which is a bit patterned after the comics. So, they had comics as well during that time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it started with the early 90s when they had the games in the Sega Genesis, Green Hills, which is not San Juan in the Philippines, but Green Hills <laughs> in, in the context of the uh, lore of Sonic is one of the places and one of the stages there. So I recall that it's such an iconic stage and it was so nice to see it in the first film. And then once again, you see it in the second film. So what did I think about it? I think that it has satisfied my childhood imagination <laughs> of what how I wanted a Sonic movie to be. And, mm-hmm. and it also served up some aspects that I did not know I needed in my life, such as <laughs> Rachel, the best human Yes! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, aside from, of course, if you're, you grew up playing the games and being familiar with Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, of course, you're going to go for them. But aside from the classic video game characters, you also become emotionally invested with the humans. Because yes. the humans are pretty funny. And they get <laughs> to go toe-to-toe with them in terms of um, the comedic moments. And of course, I mean, come on, Jim Carrey. He's like another 90s icon, right? Like it's really like 90s pop culture all blended into this Oh, an awesome smoothie, smoothie. But yeah, like smoothie. it was all combined <laughs> in this this film. I enjoyed the first one. I didn't expect to love it as much as I did because it was such a simple mm-hmm. setup. Like mm-hmm. I, I was wondering, like how would they? It's like a small town. How how are they gonna put the Sonic the Hedgehog world there? But they pulled it off. And then you have the second film, which kind of continues from where we left off. Which I I appreciate because sometimes in films, they kind of forget what they set up. Or like in... Mm -hmm. Like episodes, if especially if it's like several seasons over, mm-hmm. they kind of forget what was going on in the first few seasons or like the first film. But here, I thought that like, yeah, I thought it was a nice continuity from the first film. Yeah, because I when I was right. watching the first film, I remember like Long Claw the the owl. I'm actually wearing yeah yeah owl. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> on behalf of and in honor of Long Claw. So remember um the flashback with like the triangle-ish mm-hmm. kind of enemies, and then I, I I was looking at it before we watched the seagulls. Like, hey, they they look like a kid, a kidnas. They look like knuckles. And then true enough, they flash back to that same scene. So I feel like they really did their homework. They did their research. Mm-hmm. They really plotted it out beyond the first film. They really saw yeah. how it would tie into and how it would expand into a sequel. And as most of the reviews are saying, it's bigger and better, which is so true. Yes, you know, definitely. Right? Because like usually have uh, trouble, you know, catching or chasing the phenomenon of mm-hmm. uh, a popular first film. How are you gonna, you know, continue? Yeah, yeah, continue and like relive that whole magic with the sequel. And they did that and more. Like I like the <laughs> sequel more at this point. Like I, was it's definitely bigger and better you know, like um after the premiere a lot of like the initial reactions from from the influencers from the media was you know that it's bigger and better and that is true because well number one you have uh, aside from sonic you have tails and knuckles right so cute tails is so cute and it was um i'm actually not familiar but you mentioned the that it was the original uh voice actress well, well, not the first, but one mm-hmm. of the voice actresses. So mm-hmm. she's pretty popular. Popular, but yeah, she's pretty popular already because she voices in the series and in the video games, like more of the recent ones. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Like I like the fact that they got the actual voice actress for mm-hmm. them. I usually they do some Hollywood casting. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Really appreciated that. I was like, thank goodness, because it's such a specific kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of kind of sounds like Ash from Pokemon. <laughs> I'm gonna check. Yeah. I don't know who I have to check, but if I'm not mistaken, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, the voice actor, she also voiced the English version of Digimon. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the kid characters there. So that's why it's a very familiar voice to me. So like I like hearing it because it felt like I was watching an anime. I was like, I know this kind of voice. <laughs> and, I think it's also uh, a nice uh, nod to the fans. Oh like yeah, a hello to you guys. Yeah. Like they kept yeah. playing the Green Hill song, the the ringtone tone right of Tom. <laughs> that was like a Sonic song. Uh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for the audience, I, I actually didn't grow up playing the games like Karen, so you actually have two perspectives here. <laughs> so you have like from the long. Can and the gamer, um, which is Karen and myself, was and like the the norm here. So I didn't grow up uh, playing the game or watching the series, but I still enjoyed the film. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there were like Easter eggs that I didn't catch or oh, you know or, or jokes that I didn't get. But but overall, it was still a very enjoyable film for me, right? And uh, we were talking about the sequel having tails and knuckles. I was really curious how Idris Elba was going to play Knuckles. I ended up like enjoying how, how he did it, how he lent his voice to the character. And I'm I still like, laughing. I like how Knuckles is basically a himbo. You know what a himbo is? <laughs> <laughs> like a really honky, well-meaning, but not exactly Aww. the sharpest tool in the yeah. <laughs> I I'm still laughing at that scene where he's reading the text and uh, that, that, like, that, like, that, was, that. I was worried he was gonna be too serious, but then uh-huh. when I saw the acting, I was like, oh my god, this 
Yes, because uh, there's a series called Sonic Boom. That's kind of the characterization of Knuckles. Eh? Kind of a himbo. You know, like good-natured, but you know, sometimes slow to pick up on things. Yeah. <laughs> so I really like that they still took that characterization. Because in some of the storylines, he's like really serious and just like, ah, determined revenge and all that. And But I really mm. like the kind of himbo characterization. Yeah. I think it fits well because that was my initial worry. I was like, it's a very... Knuckles can be very serious. So I wonder how they're gonna combine that because it, it's such a light-hearted film. And there were a lot of very serious tones in, especially in the in the old 90s animation. Especially because they were turning, oh, spoiler alert for the 90s animation, but they were turning <laughs> animals into robots. So like, oh, okay, yeah. It's like, like imagine wow. I'm like, what, seven or eight and I'm watching and I'm like, wow, this is, this is some real Dark. stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is a Matrix level existential crisis. Like, you don't yeah. know if you're a human or a robot. But I digress. It, it, it's so <laughs> nice to see that they match the energy. Like, it's all mm-hmm. lighthearted. Of course, they balance it out for the fans to see, like, the to best showcase the storyline. So, you have those serious moments. But it's still funny. Like, they're still joking around, like, during battles, right? Like, they still yeah. have references. Oh, if I may add, even if you're not a Sonic fan, there are so many pop culture references. Yeah! Like, I, I, <laughs> I was la- laughing a lot. Yeah, I have to mention, because I'm such a big Parks and Recreation fan. I was eager mm. to hear me because we were beside <laughs> each other and I was yeah. screaming at the first few minutes because uh, Sonic made a reference to my personal favorite character in Parks and Rec and his name is John Ralphio Saperstein. He is the best. <laughs> and you know that scene where he's like, it's the worst. That is the exact line of John Ralphio from Parks oh, okay. and Rec. So he okay. likes to sing a lot. <laughs> in that show and he's a bit obnoxious there so when i saw that he was referencing his own character in another movie, <laughs> another show i really squealed i was like oh my goodness he really did that he knew because it's pretty much a meme by now like all the if you search it like mm-hmm. he is yeah. like a meme like a meme <laughs> all over so i think that's kind of what sonic is right now he has so many pop culture references even as a marvel reference yeah so, they're like even i don't i can't even talk he even has a marvel <laughs> reference right so marvel uh, dc like yeah like, right the soldier it's yeah. so funny because he, he even mentioned like the rocks like everything he's like deadpool basically like he has, yeah he makes all those cracks i think it it's it helps that ben schwartz the voice actor mm-hmm. he's a comedian but he also does what do you call that the um improv he does improv yeah mm-hmm. so i feel like a lot of it because in parks and rec he would improv a lot of the funny quips so i feel like it gave me that vibe like all of those references like i feel like that's just something that was like in his head and he just kind of expressed it and he was just cracking jokes left and right but again uh Knuckles was just as funny. I think because it was like the whole balance when you have like the comedian and you have the so-called straight man mm-hmm. in comedy. Yeah. So they kind of played off each other. Because Robotnik is more of like a super hammy kind of character because it's Jim Carrey. I feel like every character he does is 
<laughs> but I have to say, I, I really like how how Jim Carrey put in his own. I mean, you know, he brought his, yeah, his uh, signature comed- comedic uh, style to Robotnik. I think it really worked well. Uh, I didn't grow up, I mean, you know, I didn't really see how Robotnik was. But Jim Carrey as Robotnik. As robotic, which is super entertaining and super funny, and he's not like the annoying villain. It's just very yeah, everything that he did was like super funny. So I just I just loved it. Uh, like perfect cast at first, you know, you might not be sure if it will work, but definitely uh, Jim Carrey Robotnik super super uh, works. Like I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so just to add context to what you mentioned, because you were saying you weren't sure about Robotnik's yeah. characterization. So mm-hmm. he is an annoying villain in the games. He's super <laughs> annoying in the animated series. You know the usual the I'm gonna get you Sonic, like her, yeah. her, her, like that kind of villain. So I really I really love this rendition because it matched the tone that they already set in the first film that it's lighthearted and it has so many pop cultural references. There are some yeah. self-aware jokes, you know, where they kind of make fun of themselves as well. <laughs> so I really love that they brought back also the super cool dance moves from the first film. I really appreciated it. And I think as a 90s kid, it's like a full circle thing because, you know, you already have the Sonic references, but you also have Jim Carrey who was pretty popular in the 90s. Right? In the 90s, I mean, yeah. So many movies during that <laughs> decade. You know, we grew up during that time and then, you know, he had a lot of jokes that kind of flew over our heads when we were kids, <laughs> like in The Mask or like in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Ace Ventura, my goodness. It's been interesting. It, it's like a treat because it's like saying hello again to your childhood characters and actors. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just going and, back to it. And I guess we have to go back to we have to talk about the humans also because uh like for for the sequel talk about Rachel she like she per, uh, practically humans. stole the scene was she is she the sister of the yeah she's the sister of and, the one yeah she's the sister in law of Tom she's played by Natasha Rothwell. I think mm-hmm. I know she's a writer because I I see her around. Maybe that also helps. Like she she's very mm-hmm. witty. Like the way right she was she was like <laughs> letting loose with those lines. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, and when we did the post screening reactions, a lot of people said that her scene was their favorite. <laughs> yeah, regardless of if they were a Sonic fan or if they yeah. were just a pop culture fan. They were all yeah. like, my favorite scene is the wedding. And we're all like, same. Yes! <laughs> and I just wanna appreciate that they put Shamar Moore, who's like mm-hmm. in a lot of police procedurals. And I love that. <laughs> They're probably like, you know, this guy is in so many police series, like procedurals. So let's just put him in this and have that same character. But yeah. Like, uh, you know, like the deconstruction of that. Like he's a bit, he's a bit of a himbo as well for me. Like, human version of a knuckle, sort of. Yeah, I, I, I liked his. I don't know. I was also charmed by him. Mm-hmm. I think I really shipped them because yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the husband, right? Yeah, so he's the husband, and they they're so sweet together. I kind of and Rachel forever. <laughs> yeah, and Rachel, you know, if I'm being honest, in the first film, she was kind of annoying to me. Uh, 
right? Because of course she was um she was preventing the, the heroes from accomplishing their mission. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, I was annoyed, but I was also laughing at her. You know, when she was tied up in the first film, she's like, "Hello," <laughs> and the kids just running around. And then now she gets this bigger scene. I think that goes for both redemption for the character growth. <laughs> yeah, even. The wife, what's her name? The wife of uh, is it Maddie? The, yes, her uh, name is Maddie. I had to check. I was like, Yeah, so adoptive what? mom, adoptive mom of Sonic, Earth mom of Earth mom. I think she's Tika Sumter, yeah, Tika Sumter and Natasha Rothwell. They had bigger roles, yes, um, yes. Kind of <laughs> it was so nice. It was like Happy Women's Month. I was yes. so thank you kicking butt in that expanded scene with yes, both yes. of them. You know, I, it, I like it because it's not like they're the usual damsels in distress, which I kind, I'm kind of sick of already. I like that they have to save Sonic, even though they're the powerful characters. Yeah. Right? They were like, okay, we're humans, but we can do things. Yeah. They did it in their gowns. Gowns and the- I know. I really I just wanna do that too. I just wanna cake butt in a gown. Let's jump right in talk about the the graphics. I mean oh, it is yeah. gorgeous the big screen, right? Yeah, it's so interesting the journey of those graphics. Like remember in the first film, yeah. like, so much controversy and issue because yeah. <laughs> it didn't look exactly like the video game character. So you know. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that they took that criticism and they applied yes. it. So they they pushed it back and then they fixed it and look what happened now. You know, there's a sequel and they just stuck to the original designs. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Okay, so there's this thing, like if you're a Sonic fan, so people like to speculate if because of Sonic's original design in the games, um, he doesn't really have a nose bridge. If you check <laughs> So, like, people are saying, okay, so does he have two eyes? Or is it just this one big eye with, like, like two pupils? Like, what will they do? Yeah, so mm-hmm. this is a serious thing. Like, not serious, but, like, this is something that people talk about and they make memes about. So, I like that they solve that. <laughs> you have a nose bridge. I know it's it's very specific and it's very minor, but for me, I was like, you know what? Now I'm not going to wonder if it's just, like, this one big eyeball. So there's the nose bridge. And then you see all the <laughs> fur, like, it's all static. Yeah. But especially, I love the graphics on Tails, of course, my favorite. Because it's so fluffy. Yeah, oh, so fluffy. cute. Fluffiness <laughs> that I want to hug. Tails is so <laughs> cute. I want the Tails plushy. Oh, there I should be. <laughs> so what do you think about the graphics? Uh, for me, I was really impressed with, like, because, you know, you have these uh, 3D characters, but then they're, like, living in the real world. So I really liked how they, you know, they really, um, they looked like they were really, you know, in the and real world. Integrated, right? And immersed yeah. in the world. Um, especially you have the, the awesome robot spoiler alert at the end. Ah! Oh, my gosh. Yes. The giant <laughs> robot. Spoiler. robot. There's this, yeah, there's this really, really, really big robot in the end that uh sonic and the gang face up against and yeah that was like as, well especially if they like if you're like a fan of uh, mecha and what <laughs> yeah, yeah really it's, it's super cool also to the series because they have the death egg robot in the games mm-hmm. so it's 
It was so amazing. It was very mind-blowing for me to see it in like a cinematic context, a cinematic mm-hmm. situation where it's so much bigger. It's like blockbuster level. It's like this, this, this robot's gonna fight a kaiju if it wasn't a yes. robot. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> like those level, it was like really up there, you know. Um, it's like it wasn't a simple battle. It was like a really, really big battle and uh it uh, felt like I should bring out a controller and start playing. <laughs> That's how interactive it felt to me. <laughs> and you know, seeing that on the big screen, wow, it's like super uh you know what an uh cinematic experience should be, right? <laughs> I know. I was so happy to see it in the cinema and I hope you guys watch it there as well. It's so much better to see it on yeah giant screen whereas when i was just looking at the trailers you know mm-hmm. it, it looked epic but when i was there it's like it's epic like oh my goodness like my voice is gonna go down because of the epicness <laughs> of that battle like i really felt like i was there as one of the humans running around <laughs> your life and speaking of humans i just want to give a shout out to <laughs> to stone that is <laughs> yes stone the sidekick <laughs> Those goat milk lattes. I remember that was just like a throwaway gag in the first film. This is what I'm talking about where they really take these minor details from the first film and just Mm -hmm. put it to its logical conclusion. Just really push it further. I love that he had a career as a barista. He had that (laughs) the coffee But like the mean bean. The mean bean. From that one minor comment about him making lattes in the first film, like, that's what happened. So that's what I mean. Like, they really um take into consideration everything, not just the major mm-hmm. characters, even the minor ones. Like, even Rachel. Yes. They yeah. took into, the, into consideration. Like, she was kind of pissed at Tom. So, so like... I also like the, the deputy. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, but... Yeah, they had the... Uh, him and Stone had that scene. <laughs> When the like the bagel, you know, it's so cool. I don't know why it felt like a <laughs> crossover moment for me because it was like, oh my goodness, it's the two sidekicks. Yeah, sidekick that was funny. Evil sidekick, <laughs> I, I I love their kind of. I guess they're like what the C plot or the D plot at that point because there were so already. Yeah, uh, you know, the uh-huh. humans trying to do something on the ground and preventing you know government. Mm-hmm. Appearance. You had the CG plot, the A, the A plot with Sonic and Robotnik, and of course you had their plot. <laughs> and then so there's like there's never a dull moment. There's like a lot of things happening. So you're I, like, yeah, I kept laughing at that. Yeah. Film, like, right? I was kind of noisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, she was. I was beside her. I would like kind of tap Ika and point at the screen like yeah. a excited little child like I yeah, she, she was the difference. she was the Leonardo DiCaprio meme the whole yes, time the whole time so if you love Sonic you're gonna be pointing like crazy there and your seatmate is just gonna look at you that was us no but but seriously I, I enjoyed the movie even if you know uh, I'm not a, a Sonic fan and as I was saying, it was really entertaining from start to finish. So the kids will enjoy it. They'll be preoccupied 
There's like no dull moment. Like yeah, the really... kids are actually pretty um excited and quite noisy as well. Mm-hmm. In like the best sense. Like you kind of love that energy with advanced screenings where people are a bit noisy <laughs> and that's <laughs> kind of expected. And the kids were really like, oh no, you know, they're like they're really affected by yeah. Every battle between Sonic and Knuckles. I mean, there was this whole thing where it was like Team Sonic, Team Knuckles. I kind of asked that during um, the program I was hosting, right? I asked, and people are really shouting. <laughs> it <was laughs> my elections, and they were shouting who they were rooting for. It's quite yeah. an interesting scene. And speaking of battles, we had to talk about that dance battle. <laughs> It's, oh, I guess it's, right. yeah, it's a spoiler. Yeah, it's a spoilery uh, reveal. But I did not expect a dance battle at all. I was so surprised. There was like thought, these yeah. Siberian guys. They were dancing. I, I wonder what the writers were smoking. They thought about that. Because, no, I want to uh, be at that level. Maybe that's <laughs> the next level for them. <laughs> like, right, I, I don't know how they thought about you know having something like that like this big dance off <laughs> it's just so connected right we looked at each other like what like i was expecting yeah. like the usual bad guy bar yeah yeah, yeah. i was gonna be like breaking bottles yeah yeah and asking who's the bravest one in the room and then you're like tricky 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 i haven't heard that i haven't heard that used so well since white chicks so good job, Sonic. Tricky. I was really surprised. Yeah. Stuck in the head now. <laughs> Another yeah, the, the... <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene because it was so out of the blue. It was so un- it was so unexpected. <laughs> like, it's, you know, like, yeah. what do you think? It felt uh, a bit Indiana Jones, right? The whole uh, a plot with Sonic, you know. Yes. Um. For the treasure. For the... The emerald. It kind of reminded me of those. Yes, Indiana Jones. Those uh mobile games. What was that? Uh, oh, uh, where you're running temple. Run. Where you're running temple run. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. When they were like <laughs> avoiding, so they were avoiding yeah. the booby traps because they were searching for, of course, the MacGuffin of that film, yeah. which is the um, the emerald mm-hmm. made out of the chaos crystals. Yeah, uh, which was also in the game. <laughs> uh. And- and yeah, I, I like seeing that perspective when they were avoiding the booby traps. Now that those are just some of the scenes where it really feels like you're playing a video game or you're just mm-hmm. watching yeah. like a cinematic. You know, like they have cinematics in video games. Um, in between the mm, games, yeah. that it felt very much like that. I think it's why a lot of the gamers in the premiere were quite pleased with how they presented it because I feel like they were able to balance it out. Like it's accessible enough for people. Who aren't exactly hardcore fans, but also mm-hmm. appease the more vocal Sonic fans <laughs> who are gonna be checking the nitty gritty of everything. Like, oh, how about this? How about blank, right? But yeah, yeah they yeah. were like, oh, really? Here, here's a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly a buffet. There's like just so much to enjoy and to to love about the movie. Yeah, I'm re- I'm really so happy it's doing well because. I know the first film, I think people weren't sure yet mm-hmm. um, because of what happened with the graphics. And then, you know, yeah. it turned out to be a really great film. I, I think it worked through, I guess, word of mouth. Like, people were mm-hmm. saying, oh, it's it's a pretty good film. I watched it in the cinema as well. And yeah, I, I did not expect, 
again, like I said earlier, I did not expect to love it as much as I did. That very mm-hmm. simple plot line in the first film. And then now that they have this epic plot line and they're really targeting the gamer fans, I am so much more excited for what's to come. Is there going to be like a Sonic cinematic universe happening? Because there are so many characters. Oh, yeah. So many characters. <laughs> this is a spoilery thing. So there might be another character aside from the three characters hit hit. So make sure I, I remember going. because um, around the time when well, maybe probably the, the year or maybe because there there was like this time when movies from video games weren't doing so well, right? They would usually like um, bomb in the box office or, you know, get really bad reviews. But that changed really with Sonic and Detective Pikachu, right? They were the ones who changed the game. So um, I'm just glad that uh, Sonic 2 is able to um, continue with that momentum. Because really, um, when you say video game movies, there aren't really that much that you know. <laughs> so Maddie so mentioned Detective. Yeah, I think the, that and Sonic are good examples of not being too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so sonic and detective pikachu are examples of what can happen if you are not too obsessed with being very accurate with the story of the original source material because you know there's mm-hmm. always that pressure that you have to lift it exactly as mm-hmm. is it's not the case because this is a totally different platform it's, yeah it's a different medium yeah, it, you're it's, coming from it's an film yeah one mm-hmm. to like more of you know like a one-way kind of deal uh, yeah, like yeah everything yeah and you, you are the one guiding the viewer yeah i think it's a good example of just adapting what you can what you think is gonna work what you think is going to bring in new viewers um new yes. fans. i mean that's kind of the point of these adaptations it makes it more accessible to people who yes. are not gamers. Like me. Right? <laughs> like you, me. You're not a gamer, but you might get into yes. uh, the story and you might start mm-hmm. you know, reading up on Sonic after, you know, because I know there are people like me, right? And I'm sure you are like this as well, Ika. You know, when you're watching something and then right after you watch it, you start thinking <laughs> about it. Like, yes. I'm going to start reading everything. <laughs> research, yeah. <laughs> research, Yan. Research, mm-hmm. everything. Uh, yeah, so I think that's the point. You know, how will you bring in new viewers if you just want to stay as is? You know, it's yeah. a new generation and you want to make it approachable and you want to introduce people because it's such a long Yes. It's a long-running franchise, and you don't mm-hmm. want to freak people out with all the info dump, right? So mm. I think this was a be- a great way to condense everything so far, because like there's so much more to come. Like if they continue this, they have a lot of material to work with. They have a lot more characters they can introduce, so it's quite exciting. I feel like this is something they can sustain in the long run. What do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely. They've uh, they already you know they did it right during the the first film. They continued it with the second, with the sequel, and you know we've been saying that it's bigger and it's better. So, uh, uh you know don't don't shake up the formula too much because they already they, they've got it pat down basically. So yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, I'm looking forward to like seeing all of these 
new fans as you mentioned it's like a, a new generation so there's so many possibilities so hopefully there will be another film <laughs> you know yeah, uh, at least a trilogy yeah at least uh-huh. but you know Ika there might be one because of a <laughs> <and> credit <laughs> no because <laughs> I had to leave because uh, we were doing I had to prepare okay. for the you post you want me to tell you off, tell me offline <laughs> okay but so I, do you want the viewers what? do you want to know viewers listen <laughs> maybe viewers in your in like mentally like maybe you can imagine <laughs> what we are when we're talking but yeah should we reveal the end credit scene well okay so number one there's an end credit scene so uh you guys stay behind for that and number two okay go ahead <laughs> are you sure? release okay. the kraken okay so, All right. okay so <laughs> as i mentioned i feel like i spoiled Ika a while ago because i was saying you know there aren't just three characters. There's mm-hmm. a fourth one in the end credits. There is okay. Yeah, yeah I'm not we're talking about. So I was I was screaming this in the theater after I saw this part. So who's the what's the name of the? Because I'm not yeah, familiar we're with. We have Shadow the Hedgehog. So oh, Shadow the Hedgehog okay. is like you have Knuckles. You know, like mm-hmm. how in anime there's like the boss and then there's like another mm. boss and another one like shadow's gonna be like that next one. <laughs> oh, um, okay 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 he's actually he was created i think 50 years ago something like that because in the end credit scene they mentioned like oh 50 years earlier there was this uh creature that was in hibernation and it's gonna wake mm. up soon and i was like oh my goodness here we go because okay so i just googled him yeah, Shadow is him much up. more intimidating and i'm very excited how that's gonna go that might be the third film mm-hmm. might be like the um antagonist in the third film who knows plus Let's- <gasps> Can we talk oh. about the Super Saiyan mode of Sonic <laughs> called the Super Sonic mode? Yes, it's an actual thing. They didn't just copy it from Dragon Ball. Um, but yeah, because I was like, what what came into my mind? Oh, he, just, he turned into a Saiyan. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, Super Saiyan mode. But yeah, um, it's called the Super Sonic catchy name, right? So Super Sonic yeah, Super is Sonic. kind of like his ultimate form. Um, He... Mm-hmm transforms into this character in the games in the comics in the series um kind of like a you know like the i'm a summon all my best all my best abilities and i will defeat the greater evil so yeah this is quite accurate it's by harnessing the chaos emerald so they mm-hmm. got that right very accurate so but then in the film you know the chaos emeralds kind of disappeared right they're like but then the emerald was still intact so i think they're gonna keep it right so i have no idea what's gonna happen where they're gonna put it but yeah it's like a it's like an ultimate power up for him you might you might see it in the third movie if there's ever a third movie i feel like that will be the mode that will kind of fight and can withhold like the barrage of attacks from shadow you should say yeah yeah I, I already did and there's like uh there's this article already uh five actors who could voice shadow oh the- my gosh you're already <laughs> spoiling it and there's what, all right, what people <laughs> what's the date of this article um, i can't believe they leaked it already i mean i know it's like a week 
it's a week before they show it in the US. The US. Are ahead, right? So it's coming out here March 30. It's uh-huh. coming out a week later there. And yeah. <laughs> There's already this. Uh, I can't see the date of the article, but ah, here. I know this is an old article. Maybe it's just a, a what if, what if. You mean? This is. I love that they guessed it correctly, though. This is a December 2021 article. And then we have here, there's like Keanu Reeves, there's Pedro Pascal, Will Arnett, Tim Fataboy. So yeah, pretty uh, interesting selection. Yeah, I feel cool. like this is the character that will add gravitas to this film. Because like, remember, Knuckles is like a himbo. Shadow yeah. will be more of like that kind of antagonist. Like the one... Yeah like to watch out for so i'm excited for that i just remember i remember he's a creation i feel like he's artificially created i'm not sure um hardcore sonic fans (laughs) you feel free to correct me i am not all knowing it's been like decades (laughs) but decades don't say that love for sonic yeah i i have to brush up on like the whole shadow the hedgehog um storyline that's that's that your assignment yeah, that came out a bit <laughs> later than like the original games mm-hmm. but yeah again there's so many characters um actually there's like amy rose who's like she like the love interest so maybe she'll pop up who knows there are other animals there who knows so a lot lots of possibilities yes so um i think we can wrap up our discussion um do you have any like uh thoughts you want to leave our listeners with about the film well all i can say is you know you shouldn't give up on video game movies maybe mm. <laughs> the right place at the right time yeah. ah, the, right, the right moment right sorry <laughs> i had to interject because there, there was like this whole Thing in the movie yes. the right moment did yeah we just tie it up yes we did full circle <laughs> yes you have did. to wait for that right moment mm-hmm. to you know find one and to have that right production <laughs> around <laughs> it because again it really i really felt the love for this franchise when i was watching it i could tell that the people who worked on it loved the mm-hmm. series probably grew up with it Perhaps fellow millennials were there. <laughs> that was like the demographic that grew up with Sonic. So mm-hmm. it was nice to kind of see those little touches, those visual touches that reference basically our childhood, the 90s, and the franchise itself. Uh, and I was mentioning, right, in the event, I love the sound of collecting rings. The ding 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 It's <laughs> it's sound ever. I will never get sick of listening to that. The clinking, that lovely tinkling of the rings. Also, listening to that 8-bit song, that 8-bit theme from the games. Always nostalgic for me. Hit me right in the childhood. So, mm. uh, I guess what I can leave you guys with is, if you are a Sonic fan, if you love the 90s or remember the 90s. If you are a fellow millennial, this is for you. If you're a kid who just wants like a really blown up epic action film with awesome characters and superpowers, like anime style, then you will appreciate it too. 
And if you are a pop culture fiend or you just want good vibes in general, I think you're gonna like this as well. I think this is across the board. You are gonna enjoy it regardless of where you are coming from when you're gonna yes. in, you know, enter the theater. So kudos to the production team. You did it blue justice. <laughs> <laughs> Tying it in again. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, for me, uh, we talked about like the first uh film, and you know, co- coming from someone who, who's not really like uh, a fan of the games, uh, I came into watching the first film not really expecting much, but I enjoyed it. And I just have to say that when I saw the first movie in the cinemas, this was like one of the last movies that I saw before like the pandemic hit. It was such a welcome experience to see the sequel back in the cinema and you know to be with this really um, energetic audience also. You know it, it just made me miss you know going or you know it made me realize what I missed uh, this, this past two years you know having that uh, big cinema experience because like it's a really really big film that would be a shame if uh, it would be a shame, rather, if uh, you didn't see it in the cinema because, like, the graphics, the comedy, the action, the heart, you know, it, it's all there. And um, it's really for all ages, so don't think that it's just a film for kids or don't think that it's a film just for the fans because they really cater to everyone. So, yeah, if, if you guys uh, are looking to watch a film, you know, with the family. If uh, you miss the cinemas, if you want to go back uh, to the movies, and this is a, a good movie, a very good movie to catch. So uh, we're inviting everyone to see Sonic 2 when it comes out March 30 in cinemas. Um, Karen, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? You can find me in your heart. <laughs> As a figment of your imagination, but more importantly, you can find me, Karen or Kraken me on my Facebook page, which you can Yay! Thank you so much. So yeah, that's Kraken May on Facebook, the page, Instagram, also Twitter. That's just my name. Don't wear it out. So if you want to geek out, you want to look at some of the media events that Ike and I have attended, some of the events I've hosted and she's covered, we got you. Uh, guys, don't forget uh, to like the flip geeks page so there's like uh tons of pop culture news over there and don't forget to follow the podcast also um so yeah as for myself uh i, I also have uh, my my baby uh team Cheng. so that's team Cheng on facebook and uh, team Cheng on youtube please do subscribe and please follow me on my socials. That's at Ika underscore Cheng all across. So that's for Twitter, Instagram, and I'm also on TikTok. So, yes, that is it. Thank you so much. It was a very fun episode to do. Uh, we saw the movie yesterday, so everything is still fresh. So, yeah, uh, super love Sonic 2. Uh, hope you guys can and uh, if you want to talk about the, the movie you know just uh, send us a, a comment or a message and uh, we'd love to, to chat and, and talk about it so yeah that's it yeah thank you so much thank again you. and uh, I gotta go fast <laughs> I gotta go fast yeah 
So uh, that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and you guys keep safe. So until the next Swift Geeks podcast episode. Bye. Bye. I said, okay, 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 do get my infatuation and translate into another form of what you call it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I ain't met you. I've been looking, stop the waiting for, I stop the chasing like an alcoholic. You don't understand me, what the f do you mean? It's the most in the cheeks, yeah, it's them dirt colored eyes. Sugar, honey, iced tea, bumblebee on the scene. Yeah, I give up my bakery to have a piece of your pie.